0: As we do every single week on the inside cradle, we go deeper into the hottest topics in the world of wrestling. And this week, there is a lot. We have a new WWE champion, a veteran, a beloved veteran of the WWE. We are talking to a certified legend of wrestling with Gail Kim on this week's episode. Plus, WWE's response to all these big AEW moves And maybe even some bigger, bigger AEW moves Cryptic teases from WWE wrestlers Who are possibly available to jump to another organization Yeah, we're getting into all of it This week on the Inside Cradle Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out out. Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! What's up, everybody? I'm Kev Calm. That is Ricuccino. Sports Keto Wrestling's inside cradle. A little bit more of a longer form show. We go. We go deep. Showing off your Bengals gear, aren't you? It is,
1: Kev. Big yeah. week. Big week. Oh, Chicago. Chicago.
0: Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Don. How
1: you Are, we feel? Are we doing a
0: wager? We doing a wager? Because I don't I, wanna, to... I don't want to bet on my Bears right now. <laughs>
1: I know who your quarterback is. No, you don't want to bet on the- <laughs>
0: uh Yeah, I, I know who my quarterback should be. <laughs> so so, so that, that's a whole other conversation. That's a different podcast. Um, so we, we had a lot to cover here. We have a lot to cover. And if you guys are uh, enjoying the show, if you haven't done already, go ahead and hit the like button. Go ahead and subscribe. Uh, join us. We, we are recorded, but don't worry. We're still falling into the comments and all yes. these different things here. Gail Kim will be with us to talk about knockouts, knockdown, the big all-women show coming to impact plus from impact wrestling sounds like some great things we get some scoops out of her too we were we were kind of we were kind of like pressing for some things we we
1: got to find out some things so it'll be coming up you you never know what happens if you ask the questions if you poke a little bit you know you never know what you might get yeah yeah we got got some nuggets
0: uh i know you love this i love this uh it's probably one of the best episodes of smack uh excuse me smackdown at an incredible episode yes this past friday madison square garden wwe highest rating since january biggest gate they've ever had at madison square garden which no one can really look over since that's madison square garden and that's a huge arena and a special place for them and then monday wwe continues uh, a lot of big things and biggie gets on twitter and says i have the money in the bank i, I intend to cash it in tonight and I, I, yes, I intend to do that. Now, this just sounds like Swerve City. We've been conditioned to swerves. He's going to try to cash in. Something's not going to happen. He comes out at the beginning of Raw. I'm going to cash it in. Look at this. I'm in between Lashley and Orton, and you two are going to have a match tonight. But guess what? I'm still going to cash in. And there's going to be a swerve, right? It's a three hour show. There's going to, there's got to be a swerve. And we get to the end of the night, and Lashley and Orton have a hell of a match. They beat the snot out of each other, Rick.
1: They, they, they sure as hell did.
0: And Lashley wins with some with some shenanigans at the end some outside interference and such but Big E comes out he cashes in uh bruised and battered lashley goes with him for a few minutes
1: yeah wounded lashley lashley actually hurt himself while uh taking out orton and riddle in a post-match beatdown so he's he's limping he's got the knee injury there they do the one thing that i thought i hated at the at that moment but i i Thinking back on it, it was absolutely brilliant. Big E runs down. The crowd's going nuts. He's getting ready to cash in. What do they do? They go to a commercial break. Doesn't that just let the wind out of the sails right there mm. going to a commercial break? Mm. But at the, same time, <laughs> at the same time, it was brilliant because it was a uh, excuse me, 1054, 1055-ish when they went to yeah. that commercial break. Immediately, everybody's on social media going, "Oh my God, Biggie's about to cash in!" Oh, you're texting your friends. Oh my God, you got to turn on Monday Night Raw. Biggie's you know about what? To cash in. It worked. It worked. What was, what was the most watched quarter hour of the show? Uh, It would be the main event with Biggie cashing in money in the bank. I think that drew 1.8 million viewers for an overall show that that did about 1.6. It it dropped uh, significantly going up against football at the end, but it peaked at the end because Biggie is a damn draw and everybody wanted to watch that man finally get his damn flowers. And he did. He hits the big ending, the biggest ending of his career on Bobby Lashley. He pins him one, two, three in the middle of the ring. The crowd's going nuts. Kofi and Woods sprint down to the ring faster than they've ever run in their damn lives to celebrate with their brother in the middle of the ring. And it was a uh, man. It was it was a special moment for for guys uh, for 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 Big E obviously, but for people like myself and yourself and all the fans of biggie who have been screaming for what seems like five ten years now that this guy if given the opportunity is a main event level guy you just got to give him the ball and let him run with it it's so damn good to finally see that man get the ball so damn good to finally see him get the ball and i hope he gets to run with it for a very very long time
0: absolutely uh, i mean you're talking about a guy who's been in wwe 12 years yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like,
1: I mean, he pretty inter- much came straight out of Iowa and into WWE, pretty much.
0: Yeah, came out of college football right into WWE and, um, an incredible talent. A guy who's ingrained himself with the WWE fan base, uh, and has earned this. Oh. Um, it's, it's worth yeah. noting not an independent wrestler guy, not a guy who wrestled outside of WWE, only wrestled in WWE. Uh, but certainly has expanded his portfolio as an entertainer. Doing, uh, you know, he's doing that that edu- animated education project that he's doing uh, about African American history and just some fantastic things. Smart guy, you know, smart, lovable guy. The New Day, huge thing, and now he's your WWE champion and. It, it's it's not I'm not saying it's a shocking thing, but it, it's just a, a surprise because you were just waiting to see it and then you finally see it and now it's a reality, right?
1: Yeah, it, like it like for as much as we all thought that he was that type of guy, mm-hmm. there was always that doubt of whether or not WWE saw him as that type of guy. And even when Big E won the money in the bank, I still had that doubt in the back of my head, like, I don't know if they're actually gonna do it. I don't know if they'll actually put the belt on Big E. And I would feel really damn bad if they didn't. And they pulled the trigger and they they listened to the audience. And I think they they looked at the landscape of everything and went, look, we need to build some hype. We need to build some buzz around Monday Night Raw. And that's especially with Monday Night Football happening. That's what the tweet was all about. It got people talking about Monday Night Raw in a positive way. Like, And they did it the in the ant- middle of the day. They did yeah. it in the middle of the day. They started building up the, the anticipation towards that. Big E was in the, the beginning, the middle, and the end of the show. It was all centered around him. It reminded me, honestly, of when Lashley uh, won the WWE Championship. They built that entire show around him and The Miz, and they they had the match at the the, the beginning of the show, at the, the the 9 o'clock, the 10 o'clock, and they finally got the main event where Lashley finally won, and you thought they were stringing you along the whole way, and then they rewarded you at the end of the night by giving Lashley that big title win. That's exactly what they did here with Big E. And now they have finally strapped the rocket to this man who is beloved. And this is a company that is in dire need of a huge over baby face because Brian Danielson's an AEW now. CM Punk is an AEW now. You're turning Becky Lynch heel for some reason. You need somebody that the crowd can really get behind and generate some buzz on what used to be your flagship show. I think they made the right call on Big E. This was was brilliant from start to finish. It was well orchestrated. It was well... uh, And you get the New Day back together because this makes him now the Raw guy. Potentially, yes. But right now, I don't know. It's weird. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to see what happens because the title isn't specific to Monday Night Raw. No. Big E is a SmackDown superstar. So technically right now, SmackDown has two world champions.
0: Interesting. And we have a few weeks here before the draft. Yes,
1: you know. that was officially announced this week, October 1st and 4th. Uh, we're we doing got something.
0: some big, big things at sports yeah. for the yeah. draft, which I'm yes. looking forward to.
1: Yes, I need, uh, I need to grow throw out yeah. my hair and go Mel Kuiper style, if you know yes. what I'm saying. We're,
0: we're, we're looking <laughs> to do it. We're, we're going full ESPN.
1: Not official yet, but there's we're going to try. Concert. We're going to try
0: something. Easy. We're going to try something. Keep an eye out. It's going to be worth it. Uh, I love it. I, I just thought it was awesome. It felt great. The promos afterwards were great. Him and the new day together apparently are, are great. Like you said, it's not clear um what this means to the draft. It isn't it isn't uh interesting. I loved Roman Reigns' response to this. Good decision. Yeah. <laughs> like, like what, what did you say when he said good decision? That's yet, all he it, wrote. That's all he wrote on Twitter. I know.
1: And here's the thing: like that could mean. That could mean so many things. That could mean good decision on WWE's part and like a congratulations and a a good, a smart move for WWE, which is probably what it really meant. But then there's also the kayfabe of, yeah, it's a good thing you didn't cash that in on me, Haas, because it wouldn't have worked that way. That's why I got the universal strap and I ain't losing it. yeah, Yeah. Two words. So damn brilliant. (laughs) Uh, on on, on his part it it said everything it said everything brevity is the soul of wit and uh and 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 roman nailed that i I gotta
0: say it's probably one of the best booking decisions wwe's made this year they built up to it money in the bank was an awesome show biggie winning the money in the bank at it was a great show SummerSlam had some low points but overall fun show uh this makes me excited for what they're gonna do uh and interesting as to what we're gonna get extreme rules also, kudos to Lashley, kudos oh, to Orton. Yes, yes. They, they made they were a big part of making this a huge moment.
1: Uh, just no, kudos to Lashley for the WWE Championship run that he had. Yeah, I mean, almost 200 days as the champ. It was dominant. It was fantastic. I mean, that outside of maybe Roman Reigns, I don't think anybody has been more protected than than Bobby Lashley over the last year. The guy has. Won two championships, but lost two championships and was pretty much protected uh, in both ways that he dropped the title. So obviously, WWE still thinks very highly of him. I wouldn't be surprised Um now. You know, like he's he's not the champ anymore. I think there's a chance he will get the title again one day, mm-hmm. uh, but not right away. I don't want this to be like a, an edge situation where he gets the belt and then he drops it, you know, after after a month. Um, I want Biggie to have a nice long reign, so I would I would continue to book Bobby Lashley incredibly strong, and hopefully we get that Lashley Lesnar match that we all really really want. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if he changed brands, and there was a there there could be a lot of shakeup, a, a, a big shakeup going on at the draft this year. It's I it's, think yeah. with
0: I, I think the draft every year is going to be a bigger shakeup because you you spread these talents out, you have more exposure to this talent. I think with social media. With people being able to watch the shows whenever they want, people forget that too. Is you can watch the shows whenever you want. You, you're obviously you want to know when an air is live, what's going on, and that's what uh, NBC and and Fox are paying for. But they also want variety. Though your TV partners want a variety of stars. So uh, when when they when they did those jokingly those past two years now under two different networks that they're on. Of the two different war rooms and the people that want it, and the, like the, this network wants, I didn't mind that. It was kind of hokey and goofy. I loved it, uh, but it makes sense going into the draft here to make change your champions because it makes it makes it a little bit more interesting as to where that championship is going to go. Does that mean Roman Reigns goes over to Raw? Does that mean Biggie stays on SmackDown? Is he still on SmackDown? We don't know. We'll find out on Friday.
1: Yeah, um, I, I would assume right now he's still going to be on SmackDown. And the thing is, and this is... Something I can see him on both. I can see him on both. I would reunite the New Day uh, at this yeah. point, to be completely honest. Before we shift away from that, I do want to say, uh, now that Kofi, right, has been a WWE champion, and I think he should get another run at it again, uh, Big E has now had his moment. He is a world champion. At some point, someday, and I will, as much energy as I put into Big E, I am going to continue to put that energy into Xavier Woods. I want that man to get his damn moment and i don't just mean the king of the ring and i know that means the world to him but xavier woods and for my money is one of the most uh talented and simultaneously underrated talents in the entire wrestling industry i want that man to have his own world title run one day i don't care if it lasts two days three days that man needs to have that strap around his waist i don't care if it's a wwe title the universal title but he is just as good as the other two uh, members of the New Day, this is a Hall of Fame level faction. I want Xavier to get his moment, and I hope he does get this moment. Um, the the draft is going to be really, really interesting. And I'm sitting here and I'm wondering, like, OK, because Roman Reigns, if they set it up like they normally do, the it's going to be the 3-2 the model, right? Raw gets three picks. SmackDown gets two picks per round. And Raw always gets the number one pick. right now, the number one pick slam duck is Roman Reigns, so that makes me think he's going to go over to to Monday Night Raw because there's no conceivable way that they could pass him up for a second year in a row. Last year, they picked Drew McIntyre over Roman Reigns, and I'm sorry, that was just a a bad choice, and that's not a knock on Drew. It's just Roman Reigns was the best thing in wrestling at the time, and they just passed him up for no damn reason. Um, If Finn Balor happens to be the universal champion, though, come draft time that gives you an excuse not to has got this title matches
0: the demon against Reigns and rules and a few
1: undefeated as the as the demon I think he's going to find a way to walk away with the universal championship so that might be their way of keeping Roman Reigns on Smackdown is if Finn Balor's the guy and Raw has the first first pick they're going to choose the the universal champion depending on the, the groups and, and, and everything. There's going to be a lot of different, uh, there's probably going to be some different rules. We're waiting to see those come out. Uh, I'm looking forward to those rules coming out so I can start mock drafting, baby. But uh, uh, it, it, there's a lot of things that are going to be up in the air, and it's going to be interesting to see how they play out.
0: Well, this isn't just one thing that WWE's is doing. Big E winning the title. Yep. SmackDown's a big night at Madison Square Garden with a lot of fun things like Brock Lesnar staying in the mix, the Demon returning. All right. Uh, big things with Becky Lynch's character,
1: NXT changing. I I could complain. I could complain. Uh, Not about anything that we saw on SmackDown, but what we didn't uh, see on SmackDown, the incredibly tone-deaf decision to pull the women's match from that show, um, I could spend 12 hours on that alone. All I'm going to say is do better. You have a a stacked SmackDown women's division, and they haven't had a match in two weeks on, on your A show. So please do better uh, mm-hmm. than what you have been doing. Um, I'll, I'll, I will say this much. You know, it, it was really easy for them to cut that match while at the same time keeping Trey Young on the show. And I understand why Trey Young is there. And I don't have a problem with Trey Young being there. In fact, I loved that the NBA
0: villain in New
1: York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved that segment. I absolutely got a great pop. Got a great pop. I loved it. It made sense. It worked Sami Zayn into there, who we'll talk about here in a few minutes. Um, Loved everything about it. Don't have a problem with it being on the show. 100% understand it being on the show. But the thing is, had those two matches been reversed on the card, had they prioritized putting the women on in hour number one, I guarantee you they would have found time to put that 10-man tag match on the second hour. There is no way they're cutting Trey Young from the show. Mm -hmm. That's my biggest gripe, is they would have found a way to put an NBA superstar on the show. They did not prioritize putting their own women's division on the show, and that is my biggest issue. So, again, I will just say, please do better.
0: Okay, but this is all a part of one big thing, right? I was at All Out Seismic Night for All Elite Wrestling, game changer. If ever there was a doubt that they were competition with WWE, you could say they are. You know, NXT got off Wednesday nights. The competition was too much they want to preserve the nxt brand not have to worry about going head to head with someone and it proved to be a better idea for nxt uh and it proved probably to be a better idea for aew as well in the long run here so now aew is full-on competition they got punk they got danielson jumping over there and adam cole in the same night they got ruby soho they got a lot of hot hands they have a lot of money this is not just tna with uh some slight you know electric company funding them or something like that no <laughs> shot it it, it uh, panda energy or anything like that no this is a this is a real player now and wwe's response to AEW we've seen in the last week or so this is a deeper dive topic for us to get into uh i want to know what do you think of it cuz i really think they're trying some things now whether or not this is all going to work isn't exactly clear but you look at the numbers raw's number was up. It wasn't huge, but they had to go against Monday Night Football, right? And they had that peak uh, uh, at the end.
1: It it was actually down just a. Uh, it was down a little bit uh, for Monday yeah. Night Raw, but its highest point was up, and that's yeah. where Big E won the title, and that's why they did what they did. And
0: SmackDown yeah. had their biggest number since January. Yep. One of the biggest shows they've had in a long, long time in New York City. Brock Lesnar, all these big things, right? Trey Young yeah. showing up, all that stuff. All right. Then you get this title change on Monday. Then you get NXT 2.0. They're going to run Madison. They're going to run New York City again in November. All right? So they're going to play in the markets. They know they can hit in. Right? Uh, And they're going to do some big things. And then we have, you know, not too far away. We're talking Rumble. And we're talking Mania. And all these different things that are in the WWE cycle. That people anticipate annually anyway. What do you think of the response that WWE's had so far to AEW? Good. This
1: is exactly what they needed to do and this is exactly what i hoped uh that they would do i would hope that the company line would be eh we're not too worried about this but at the you know it's the company line
0: is one thing right it's a
1: duck on on water thing right yeah on the surface calm and collected underneath the surface those little legs are churning a mile a minute all right that's what i wanted out of wwe they can sit there and they can put out all the company lines of oh it's not that big of a deal that we lost out on punk oh it's not that big of a deal that we lost out on brian danielson Bullshit. It absolutely is. And you know it is. And you know you need to do something, which is why they hotshotted Biggie the WWE championship, which is why they built that entire show around him and put that title on him two weeks before a pay-per-view on a seemingly random Monday night raw in September. Is it this random? Is... It's
0: the beginning of Monday Night Football.
1: Right. But yes, exactly. That's why it's not random. But to, you know, the casual fan or to the wrestling yeah. fan or for people who don't give a crap about football, it seems like a random time to do it.
0: Are you ready
1: for some Monday Night Raw? But that's the good thing, man. That's that's what we want out of Monday Night Raw is, is to feel that anything could happen again. Anything could happen at any moment and that these shows you need to watch because you just never know what could take place. There could be a title change. There could be a big heel turn. There could be a, a big shock surprise return or, or something something to get the audience to tune in every week because the shows are consistently good. There are stakes. There are um, major superstars there. There's buzz around the show. That's what WWE has been missing for the better part of two years when it comes to Monday Night Raw. You have that over on SmackDown because they've actually put time and effort and personnel into SmackDown. They brought back Cena, Edge, Lesnar, and Lynch and put them all on SmackDown. So you can't, you can't argue which one is the A-show. So I'm happy to see them start to put some time and effort and personnel and big moments into Monday Night Raw. Keep the momentum going because AEW is going to keep firing on all cylinders. They're putting yeah. on a hell of a product right now. If WWE starts matching them punch for punch, it is a fan effing time to be a pro wrestling fan. It is going to get really, really fun, even more fun than it's already been And it's going to get fun real, real fast.
0: Uh, There's a lot of different things they're doing, and I like the fresh take, you know, a fresher take, you know. And we're going to have the draft, too. So the draft is going to change a lot of different things. I do think the draft is going to be interesting. I think they're going to try and do some some big things in the draft. The draft, though, is exciting in terms of its buildup, too. It's nice for the week-to-week fans. In process, it could be some kind of slightly underwhelming television in terms of just reveals, 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 right? Uh, And that gets kind of redundant, but I do think it is something the week to week fans care about. I do think it's something, even if you're an AEW loyalist, you're going to care about because you're going to want to say that your guys are beating their guys. Right. And that's the whole appeal. My issue. And I've said this to you for a long, long time. And I saw this on dynamite last night. Christian cage gets out there says Adam Cole, Hey, we're going to have the six man and grand slam. And what does he do? He's got to bring up the Wednesday night wars. He's got to bring up that you were at WW Developmental. I got I gotta do like mind you, Cage said, like wants to do something provocative and interesting, right? I get I, it. Sure. You don't want to say if you're just cutting a promo on television, that's all you're doing. You're not having a match. You want your promos to matter. You you and I have been around wrestlers. Hey, if you're not on the show and you're just getting a promo, you want a promo that really gets you in there and really moves right. Sticks,
1: you want right? to make an impact. You want people to talk about you. Yeah.
0: If the response to the response is this just do your show. You know what I mean? Like your, your response should be your show. And it was just odd that cage did it, you know? Cause I was like, you were there. You were like, you were, you were like, you were just there, dude. And, and yeah. you're going to go back and get a hall of fame ring. At some point, you were just there. It was the cheapest pop imaginable. And I, I just did a video. We have this. It's up on our channel right now. It's up on sports gear wrestling search. AEW digs at WWE. We just did the top five times AEW took a shot. Take a shot. Everyone wants them to take a shot. Like, and I know everyone thinks I'm the anti-WWE guy. I'm pro-WWE. No, I'm pro-pro wrestling. I like what WWE's doing. I love what AEW is doing. We're getting. We're getting. We're, we're, we're going to talk Omega and Danielson in a minute here. Apologist. Apologist. You call me an apologist, right? But am I an apologist if I just walk up and I pop the balloon and everyone goes, oh, yeah. And I do it all the time. And then everyone's like, well, I don't want no, no, no. I want to I want to be able I want to be able to, like, say, suck it, McMahon. (laughs) and (laughs) That's what it boils down to. Right. Right. And and Uh so I'm just I'm just saying you look stupid if you keep doing that. And guess what? You look redundant.
1: It's kind of been, it's kind of been their MO, man. Like that's, it, it's a, it's boring. It's not in, entertaining. In interviews in interviews, whenever they're asked about this, that, or the other thing, it's always, well, we're going to focus on doing us. We're not real competition to AEW." but then you have Chris Jericho tweeting out, Hey, we beat raw in the key demographics. You know, I'm the demo God. You to shit, blah, blah. We crushed, we destroyed NXT. And that's why they, they had to change formats and move shows. And then they're taking shots every week every single week there's some kind of subtle shot but when you have an entire locker room full of x wwe people i think that's bound to happen but i think they also know their audience and honestly the shots don't bother me i i think it's fun uh i think you know sometimes it, they it, it, pro- bo-
0: it bothers me because everything else they do is so creative and this is so indulgent
1: i mean sometimes you got to grab the low-hanging fruit don't you true
0: wwe put, does it all the time yeah they they the, not they in put this way little, but they like, like the topical thing that they want to work into the show that's like a pop culture thing right. they do stuff like that
1: i like the subtlety like <clears throat> when they're more subtle like i think Britt baker like when she dropped that line against ruby soho saying you know i'm gonna send you back to catering where you've been for the last four years that's a subtle shot N- that's, that's a, a crafty shot
0: because that's about the person and the storyline you're doing and i'm ta- i'm making it about them Right,
1: it's still a shot at WWE because they're the ones who put Ruby and damn catering for four sure, years.
0: Sure, sure, but, but it's what, subtle. It's subtle. It that, advances it, the story. It actually means something to the character.
1: What Cage said, I don't think meant anything to Cole because he was the top guy. Yeah, <laughs> and a lot <laughs> of those guys don't even consider NXT to be developmental. It is now. It it totally is now. We can see that based we'll, off. We'll, of what get that NXT we'll get into it. We'll get into it. It's
0: just. Uh, I, I just I'm tired of it. it's re, it's the it's the most off-putting thing that aew does all the time. Um, it, it seems redundant. it's below a standard they've set for everything else in the show. It's the it's it, it's it, it's it's like why like what do you get out of this? and it, it's just like scratching an itch you've already scratched. i I don't see the point in it. It doesn't make me care. it's it's empty calories. It's junk food plain and simple. Sometimes, and, uh, and also, you're,
1: you're going to junk food is sweet, though. Yeah, I sometimes. Know, but like, yeah.
0: Why, why wasn't Christian Cage talking about playing in the stadium the next week <laughs> and, and saying, can you play at this level? Can you do this? You it's know? also
1: knowing, it's also knowing your audience and what's going to get a pop. And it's it's cheap. It's a cheap pop. But the audience always reacts to it every time. And it's like, I don't know, man, it's like football, you know, like when you run eye formation and you run it up the gut for six yards every carry. It's cheap. It's easy. It's gonna get you six yards. It's nothing sexy, but you know what? Until it until it doesn't work anymore, you're gonna keep doing it. And that doesn't work. It does for the core audience. Did you see it? Did you you see
0: that? Did you see New Jersey pop for that? They said nothing. It it, it was it was another one. Okay. (laughs) Just another just another thing you guys say about WWE. Okay. It was another thing. So that's another thing. Is it didn't do anything? Does it make you care about this six man match next week? No, it doesn't matter. You have this incredible show with Danielson and Omega and all these yeah. different things, and you're gonna be playing. And we're we're gonna do that? Come on! You're it's you set a certain standard, so when you drop it off so much, it's it's alarmingly noticeable, right? You know what I mean? We saw it with NXT, it was so good. So when they had some problems and injuries and all these different things, it was alarmingly noticeable, right? Same idea with AEW. You set a standard. I'm excited, and then you do this. I'm like, ah, it's kind of like jarring in that way. What was uh, that? So, what was I, that? I, I'm, Did you I'm make what? that noise
1: one more time. Uh, you make uh, yeah. uh,
0: I'm enjoying the back and forth. I, I think this is WWE saying, like, all right, fire is on our ass. We're going to go.
1: Yes. And, and that's the response that I wanted. And I was and very another happy. Another now part of that up. response
0: is we, we've talked about talent leaving WWE, a lot of releases, then those talents now going to AEW. Not all of them are going to go there, but we're getting some cryptic teases from some people that are either out of WWE at the moment or are reportedly in a position where their contract is coming up sometime soon. This is the case with Bray Wyatt and Sami Zayn. What's the latest?
1: Uh, Well, Sami Zayn literally tweeted out today, cryptic tweet about my future. That's it. That's all. There's been a lot of talk about Sami Zayn recently, um, just based off of the fact that Kevin Owens' contract is up, right? And that was the report that came out. Uh, Sean Ross have tweeted it. Out. I think God it, what has it been two weeks ago now uh, that Kevin Owens contract is up in January. And then there were subsequent reports that says it, there are be- some in WWE who believe he's leaving uh, come January. Not that he's going to AEW or anything like that, but just that he's, he's set to depart the company in January. And then mm-hmm. very interesting. He wasn't on SmackDown last week. So I, that did not go uh, unnoticed after all those reports came out. Report.
0: They had a reported match, but they cut it for time with it with some other right.
1: things. So, um, was not lost on on me there. So, you have Kevin Owens come out, and immediately everybody's like, "Oh, oh my god!" Well, if Kevin Owens is leaving, that means that means Sami Zayn's has got to go, right? Because they're their best friends, and and they do everything together. And they're we're we're gonna get El, El Generico, and we're gonna get Kevin Steen back, and everything's gonna be great. So everybody started digging into when Sami Zayn's contract is up. They're talking about, oh, it's it's up this fall, or it's up this yeah. day. It, it it's early next year. Is the is the report that it's out there? So everybody's talking about Sami Zayn, and now Sami Zayn sends out this tweet of cryptic tweet about my future who the hell knows what this means i don't know it could mean he signed a new damn contract with wwe for all we know uh which i would hope because Sami Zayn is awesome and i love seeing him on my tv he was, he was a
0: part of a big moment in on and in the garden with trey young you don't do you don't do that with everybody he had a very pivotal match at wrestlemania with with one of the paul brothers right and they got to do yeah. that gimmick and him him and uh kevin owens had one of the best matches at Mania yeah. this year yes um sure. I, I enjoyed that. If that is their last WrestleMania match in WWE, they got to have a really cool one. Yeah. Um, but we have another tease here. Yeah. And I think this one's a little bit more compelling to a lot of
1: people. Yeah. Someone wrote to Bray Wyatt on Twitter said, I miss you brother with the 100% emoji. And Mr. Wyndham Rotunda actually wrote back and said, everything will be clear. I will see you all very soon. Revenge is a confession. Of pain now it's coming up on he's got a 90 day non-compete it's been roughly two months or so if i'm remembering time correctly since he was let go abruptly uh from the company if he's coming back soon if he's coming back to wwe or i wish wwe but if he's coming back to professional wrestling in some way shape or form very very soon i'm a very very excited man because i have missed bray wyatt on my tv screen uh whether he goes by wyndham rotunda the fiends some other name some other creation i don't care what it is i don't care what company it is i want this man back on my television screen i don't care if he goes to ring of honor if he goes to impact if he goes to aew if he signs back with wwe this is a guy who is going to command my attention no matter what brand he is on because he is that damn good so what this tweet to me does more than anything gets me excited because of the fact that it at least signifies to me he's coming back to pro wrestling and he's coming back soon because that was a a major question is whether or not he has plans to even return to pro wrestling this to me makes it feel like he is and by the way he also wrote you have never seen the real me Mm -hmm. which means we're gonna get an unshackled bray wyatt which has me even more excited because this guy for my money is one of the top five, most creative minds in the history of professional wrestling. And I cannot wait to see what he has up his sleeve. Where does he go? My guess would be AEW. That would be my guess. And that is me saying that just a gut feeling with no inside information whatsoever. I feel like he's going to AEW. Do they have the bandwidth
0: for a guy like that?
1: I think they do. I think they have the I think they have the purse uh, for a guy like that. Well, they, th- have the they have the yeah, money.
0: That, yeah, have- I'm not asking because I know yeah. that
1: I think they <laughs> have With
0: everyone they brought in. They got the money.
1: Yeah, I think they yeah. have um, the fan base for Bray Wyatt. I think he would instantly come in and be one of their biggest stars. And yes, I know it, it, it's a big fish to add to an already crowded pond, but at the same time, if you got a guy like that who's available who wants to come work for you, you're gonna find a way to get him in there. You're gonna mm-hmm. find a way. Somebody's going to get bumped back. Um, you know, you might see a guy like a Darby Allen or a Somebody Jungle Boy. A people, a few people might might have to take a back seat. It might have to be Chris Jericho. It might have to be Cody Rhodes. Which, by the way, how effing great was it seeing Rosario Dawson on AEW programming last night? My goodness. Oh. Stop it. You don't know what you're doing to me. Ah, I, I have never been more jealous of Alistair Black in all of my damn life than when Rosario Dawson just jumped on his back.
0: Simple stuff. Also, she she got to be the
1: face 10 times. And I would say, thank you. May I have 10 more?
0: There was simple stuff. You know what I mean? And and she was all right, let's go. <laughs> you
1: you can tell it she was pumped, dude. She is that like and I I don't I don't mean this in a derogatory way. She is that bitch, man. She <laughs> is not she does not give an F. She is a bad ass bitch. And I say that in the best way possible. I love her to death. Yeah. I didn't know this was something that I wanted or needed in my life, but I want to see Rosario Dawson wrestle. I do. I just do. She's a total badass. I love her. I love her and everything that she does. I want to see her in a wrestling ring.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Getting back to Bray Wyatt. Uh, <laughs>
1: Sorry. I side do, note.
0: Th- I do think uh, there's a, co- he could go to impact and, and have a lot of time on television there. Right. And I think oh, he, sure. he would be, if he went to impact, he'd just take over the show. It'd be his show. That, that that's the thing. A reason why I think he'd be more accommodating there. Um, I'll, I'll be crazy. I think if he went to a new Japan, it'd be insane. It, and he oh, could do sure, yeah. the, the spectacle of him as like the new Muda, like the great Muda in terms of like a supernatural character and, and big production and a Tokyo dome entrance and, and all those things. And all, all the things with Bray really, I'm not saying that the matches don't matter. The matches are not as important as the vignette, the entrance, the promos, yeah. the character, the costume which appeals a lot to casual wrestling fans i'm not saying that a guy like that wouldn't play in aew um you you could do more things with him in the ring for sure and you'd have to because all wrestling is still very much a what happens in the ring is paramount
1: you know they are they are a pro wrestling company they definitely lean lean more on the in-ring than wwe
0: does. but that doesn't stop them from doing the gaga they like gaga too all right look at alistair
1: black or yeah. Look, uh, look at alistair Black. Malachi Black. Malachi Black. I said That's alistair. All right, we're getting used
0: to. It. We 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 adjust. Right. It takes away. I'm
1: still proud. I'm saying Brian Danielson rolling off the tongue, nice and clean. I'm still glad I'm side. <laughs> I'm that one up yet?
0: I got I got that t-shirt that sold out super quick. I got that by the
1: way. Oh, did you? Nice. Yeah, it's
0: coming in the mail. Um. So I'm of the thought. There's a lot of places he could go. And I was always at the thought. I was like, I don't know if you need to go to wrestling. Like I always thought. Like get a TV show on shutter or streaming service and take that fan base and go somewhere with it and do something different. Um, I also think i in the, him in the independence. I don't know what independence would have the budget for something like a Bray Wyatt. Right. Yeah. But if he showed up at a PWG, <laughs> like, like, like it would be like, Whoa. And if he did the cult thing, but with no, like no, no. And, and no wall of creativity of like, No limits of what he can do in terms of violence, in terms of language, in terms of all those different things. Him in a GCW would be crazy, right? Uh, And uh, so I'm putting those things out there. And I do think the obvious go to AEW thing... I'm not saying that isn't fun. Once again, this isn't me shot, taking shots at AEW. It's just like I don't think everybody needs to go there. Like what? And that is that.
1: That's why I wouldn't hate the idea. Now, again, it would cost a lot of money, and I don't know if A excuse me if Impact has this, but we've already seen the rumors that AEW Braun- does, and they could put them on Impact and have them you know
0: do something like that. Right.
1: And, and look, there's already the reports that Braun Strowman is 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 impact bound like he's going to be there imminently like there's there's that i would love to see some kind of reformed version of the wyatt family in impact i think oh yeah you know eric the
0: red over there yeah get
1: get red beard over there because he's fine get bray wyatt get uh, braun strowman have them on impact and then with the forbidden door open i mean hell man we see we see the good brothers on every episode of dynamite it seems so i mean it's like you could have them be their home on impact and then still utilize them on AEW every once in a while, because these companies work so well uh, with one another. So I don't know if impact has the money for that. I don't know if that's an option. I don't know if that's something these guys would be interested in. I personally would love to see it. Um, If I'm picking though, where I want Bray Wyatt to go and where I want Bray Wyatt to show up, I want his ass back in WWE to be completely honest with you. Um, What, what if he does?
0: I would love crazier. Hey, crazier things have happened i think
1: i think it would be wwe realizing they made a terrible 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 mistake sure um and i would hope that would mean that if he came back there would be certain concessions that would have been made on the part of wwe creative and we would get the full form of bray wyatt that uh, he's always wanted to give us and i would be happy for that either way we are going to get that full form of bray wyatt that we've never actually seen no matter where he shows up so that makes rick a very very excited boy
0: I'm on board. I'm on board. I'm so
1: happy you're on board.
0: I'm on board. I, I I'm more on board for him going back to WWE just because I think they can do the production right. I'm not saying yeah. AEW can't, but they've proven they could film stuff
1: for him and make stuff really
0: really cool. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah. And I I if I had my choice, I would hope it would be WWE. I would I'd I'd have him back in WWE. But him
0: him right back in the mix, um, right around Halloween because that would be right yeah. when he can come back would be crazy. Uh, and him right back in the mix before Survivor Series, which is sort of like, I don't want to say like a dead time, but like that time in December when everyone's just kind of like, we want the Rumble, <laughs> you know, like, like where everyone's just kind of like waiting. He'd be a really solid kick in the ass. Uh, and I think he he's also a guy you don't have to have out there a whole lot. And I do think it was part of the reason why maybe the release happened was we're not getting, we don't know if we're getting it, this guy at 100%. You know, th- we don't use him all the time. And he's only now and then. And he's a modern day Undertaker in that regard, right? So, what are we actually going to do here? Is there another thing we can do with them? Uh, I'll be crazy. You want me to pitch something crazy? You want to get crazy? Can not say that. We'll we'll talk NXT here in a minute. NXT is developmental, right? I would have him on NXT. I would have him take it over. I would have him be the guy. I would have him form a whole new cult in See, NXT. I, I do.
1: I do think that is crazy, only because of what we saw out of NXT 2.0 this week, which bright, was too colorful, too which much, was
0: too many colors, Rick.
1: It was big. It was bright. It was bold. And for better or worse, it is very, very clear that mm-hmm. WWE is going to throw a ton of shit against the wall and see what sticks. There were a lot of things that happened this week that you're sitting there going, Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's weird. Okay. That, that doesn't really work. And you're going to get a lot of that. And it's okay because yeah. you know what? There will, the cream will rise to the top. The new stars will emerge. And there's, look, they threw a lot of new faces at us, a lot of names that we've already forgotten that we're going to have to be reminded of who they are again next week. I forgot who that, you know, Chicago gangster guy Tony was. Tony D'Angelo. Yeah. What was it?
0: tony d'angelo
1: yeah tony d'angelo all right i so i like that well, video. related
0: to wrestle's own stomach d'angelo i didn't know his brother was in wwe congratulations dominic to you my, my friend
1: over there yeah there you go yeah Is that, uh, like legitimately no Oh, okay i i can't tell when you're being sarcastic no no, uh, no 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 but i like that but man there's one guy whose name that we're we're not gonna forget and that's mr braun breaker
0: braun breaker <laughs> Yeah. Rex Rex Steiner, Braun Breaker. Yeah. We can't call him Steiner. We he can't call the him. Steiner. Son. He is the son of Rick Steiner and the nephew of obviously Scott Steiner, Big Papa Pump. Sounds like,
1: just like Big Papa Pump, by the uh, way. Look, sounds looks just like a like big papa pump, too. If you yeah. and, if and they you also died, had him out, they had him out, hair, in, uh, they had him out there in they had him out there in a singlet. He was yeah. a, the bright colored singlet that the Steiners wore on yeah. WWE television if in the 90s. You, if you put a chain around his neck, made his hair blonde, and put those big sunglasses on him. It would be like Scott Steiner went back in time. All right. That's what this guy is. But, you know, they call him Braun Breaker. It's a dumb name. I actually like Rex bon- Braun Breaker better. If they called him Rex Braun Bre- Breaker, which is not easy to say, which is probably why they didn't no, do no, it. It's,
0: it's got to be Rex Braun Breaker Steiner. Rex it's got to be the whole thing.
1: I like Rex Braun. Break
0: it's a it's a licensing breaker. issue as to why they're not calling him Steiner. All it's right,
1: still so, weird but, that they can't even call him a second generation. Like yeah, that's I the know. that's the edict. It's like no, well, I don't want to mean- pretend like he's not a Steiner. I don't get that. I think because they don't want to have to have these guys live up to
0: those expectations built in, you know, and uh, so they don't want to pin that on the guy right away, and maybe bring it up later on when the guy's already built up a little bit and he's got legs underneath.
1: It's in it's so weird though because they. Randy Orton made a career off of being I'm not saying I'm,
0: I'm okay with it. I'm just saying what I think the logic is behind it. You know uh, what I mean? Call I, I think, Steiner
1: <laughs> yes. call him that. Yes, <laughs> like, please. 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 Uh, they changed. He was, he was very impressive. Names. They changed names all the damn time when they come up to the main roster. So please. Yes. Change his name back to Rex Steiner when he gets back up to the main roster. I'm not saying uh,
0: he's a made guy, but in one night they made you care about this guy. Oh, they made you yes, really, yes. really care about him. Almost yep. to the point where I heard more people talking about him than Tommaso Ciampa, who won that title back last night.
1: I know, which was made me extremely, extremely happy about that. It's going to be because it was kind of clear they're starting to change over, right yeah. there. But the old guard is still there. You got Ciampa, who's still there. You got, got Gargano there. there. Yeah, you still got Gargano there at least until the end of the year. His contract is up at the end of the year. Uh, not a not saying he's gonna you know go anywhere, but his mm-hmm. contract is coming up soon. Uh, so is Candice LeRae's as well, uh, early next year. Uh, but you still have Pete Dunn there. You still have Kyle O'Reilly there. But Pete Dunn, everybody thought he would be the one who wins that matchup on Wednesday because, you know, he, or excuse me, on Tuesday, because he just signed that new contract extension. Nope, they don't go that route. They take Kyle O'Reilly out of the match, and they put another guy's, who, who is the big dude, the the huge dude that they put into the match? I can't even remember his name. Like I said, there were a lot of names that were thrown out that I can't remember. Uh, Josh Briggs? No, no, that was part of the tag team, but the the big oh, Von, guy, Von Wagner. Yeah, Von, Von Wagner. Wagner. Yes, thank you, Von Wagner. They throw him. Kale in Kale Bloom
0: was his name.
1: Yeah, you think maybe they're going to put the belt on him? No, they go with with Tommaso Ciampa, and that was something that made me really, really happy. And I'm I'm waiting to see that story uh, progress. And again, I want that. I want that Lord of the Rings story. I want that Gollum story. I want that gold to turn him back into the black heart. You know, my the my precious storyline. I want a fresh, that. a fresh face coming, coming at a corrupted
0: Tommaso Ciampa is Yes. yes. And then um, at the end of the show, what, you get what that... do you think of the new set? What do you think of the new set? I know a lot of people hated it, some people loved it. I'm I'm on the side of I think anything that looks fresh and Makes the ring pop, you know. It made the really made the visuals of it pop. I thought it was different. It looked better. Our very own Jose was there. He sent us videos of it and pictures and stuff. He said he really liked it. A lot of people were watching and saying, "Wow, it, you can actually see the fans now." The Capitol yeah. Wrestling Center was kind of dark. It was yes. supposed to feel like an underground vibe. I know they were going for that. This is illuminated. This is fresh. Um, some people thought it was too studio wrestling. I'm of the thought was well, it's studio wrestling. Yes and. Build on a completely controlled space that you can yeah. use. And every time they did a wide shot, you could see the ceiling and there was like a flurry of color. Some people thought it was too much. They'll settle into what they want to it. But when you can play with it that much, like you did with the Thunderdome, yeah. do
1: it. You know what I mean? Like do it and get the most out of I, it. I liked it. Uh, I liked it a lot. Uh, it definitely gave me in living color vibes. But no, you that. but I know in I did. In living color c- 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 uh, anyway uh yeah fantastic show we're showing our age here but um <laughs> let me tell you something anyway um no i did like the presentation of it i liked the look i always thought nxt was too dark too dank it tried to make it look too like independent house show type uh a feel to it which you know some people loved and those are the people who hate the colors and they hate the production ramp of it. And they hate everything that's that's going to be changed about NXT. Uh, I'm willing to give it a shot. This was one of the most ep- watched episodes of NXT. So clearly it worked. Clearly people were intrigued by it. You're talking uh, up like 20%, 20% yeah.
0: more viewers week to week. Yeah. And, and uh, that was promotion for weeks and weeks on end on Raw and SmackDown about what was going to go on. And the promotion was simply just colors, graphics, new logo, September 14th. Yep. You know, and, they and simplicity, the simplicity—the simplicity of it worked. And also, you knew we were getting a new champion, so you knew you were getting something conclusive. If yeah. you are a sports, entertainment, casual fan, you got this wedding, which was also incredibly entertaining because yeah. it was a wedding that actually happened. And they didn't do—they did the swerve, but not do the f- swerve, which was clever. Um I'm intrigued. I, I, I'm not saying spoke. NXT is a bright future.
1: Oak Dexter actually spoke two words this week. That was amazing.
0: The pop when he just said
1: yeah. I... Dude.
2: it was
0: so simple Dude, was so
1: well done yeah, when he pulled off the coat and he's like just basically threatening to murder anybody who objects <laughs> to this wedding was was so damn good um yeah that was definitely for the sports entertainment crowd uh crowd for sure but there there's a nice mix there man they they brought but up a all lot of that talent. Has been
0: done so well and that's yeah. been done not with raw or smackdown guys it's been done with nxt guys and in Indy, and in Dexter, and and Gargano really ran with playing a supporting yes. role in that. Yeah. And uh, doing some really fun, go- like, everything you wanted out of, like, Lana and Miro and Bobby Lashley and that whole, you know, like, you know, will they or won't they break up divorce angle they did on Raw. All of this angle was that, and it was funny and entertaining and enjoyable. Yeah. You know, and, and, and lighthearted. The same time too. Yeah,
1: and and now you look, you still have the old guard there. You still have the Garganos. You still have the uh, Kyle O'Reillys. You still have Tommaso Ciampa. You've introduced a lot of young talent that you obviously uh, think very very highly of, including Mister Braun Breaker, uh, the Creed so-
0: Brothers, or as I like to call them, the O'Doyle's of WWE. <laughs> <laughs> there,
1: there's a lot to like there, man. And this is this is what we're gonna get from now on. And uh, it's gonna be interesting to see who who does uh, rise from the top because make no mistake about it, the reason why they're doing this. The reason why they're getting all these fresh faces on TV, especially guys like Braun Breaker, these are Vince's guys. These are the people that Vince wants to groom and bring up to the main roster because he let go a lot of his main roster and he knows he's got to build up the next generation. And this is the start of that. NXT 2.0 was absolutely the start of that on Tuesday. We'll see who uh, who makes it and who doesn't.
0: Now let's get the show back out on the road. That's what I say. You're going to start doing this stuff. Get it back out on the road. I love that. Uh, and and also play controlled spaces, play theaters and stuff like that. Do something different, you know, and do the I mean, do production things that are different. Uh, you know, that was a Bruce Prichard thing you talked about. Like, I want to see wrestling in non traditional spaces. Saw AEW do this recently. They're going to do it at Arthur Ashe and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. WWE should do that, and I think NXT is a spot where they can do it as well. Uh, let's get into AEW Grand Slam. This is coming up next week. Uh, yeah. By the time you consume this, this show may you may be listening to this. Uh, before this happens, this will be the biggest show in AEW's history. They'll have twenty-two thousand plus in New York City, the largest media market in the world. Uh, they just played New York, New Jersey, relatively the same market uh, last night, and did well at the Prudential Center. Thought it was a fun show. Didn't think it was a great show. Thought it was a fun show. It was a filler show. Yeah, yeah. A lot there was of- a lot. There was there was fun stuff on it, but it felt like a filler show. It felt yeah. like there were a lot of things that may that they may have wanted to do that were really really big at this show that they're.
1: Yeah, it, it's all th- folks, it's all about peaks and valleys, right? You just yeah. came off all out. You had to have that big show in Cincinnati because it was the fallout from all out. And then you're doing this the the grand slam at, at Arthur Ash. So it's like, okay, we, we need to have a, a valley, we need to have a lull. We're not gonna phone it in. I'm not saying they phoned it in, but there wasn't you know a whole lot of meat. On not the- a
0: lot of wrestling, a lot of angles, a lot of promos, a lot of scenes, you know, yeah. end with an angle, big angle. Everything big on the show didn't involve a match, you know. It was all promos, a lot of promos. So I agree with that. But you're building to this huge show. So next week, we're getting a lot of different things that they and they tied up a lot of the the undercard on this show. Um, But there is one huge selling point on this show. You will get CM Punk wrestling his first match on television. Uh, That'll be tape four Rampage. So you get two hours of Rampage, two hours of Dynamite, which I think is a great idea.
1: Uh, Midnight going going from eight to midnight on a Friday night. Uh, and you're going to you're going to put that on
0: after uh, is its it, is it going to be on after Smackdown? They're going to do yeah. two hours right after Smackdown. So this, yeah. that's, that's a tough sell. It's a tough that's sell, tough, tough, but it's 20, a lot
1: the CM Punk's on that card. He's going to yeah. be on Rampage. They put that big six man tag match on Rampage. So you're getting Adam Cole and CM Punk. It's going to be very interesting to see what those ratings are uh, uh but sure. the match that's they really 50, made you know you know what's going to happen though the spoilers are going to come out for rampage so that that's might... the hard part though yeah.
0: cuz you're going to tape it on wednesday right in front of 20 yeah. <coughs> excuse me you're going to tape it on wednesday in front of 22,000 people right yeah and you're going to have that all out there and AEW's audience is a very internet driven audience right so i don't know i do think i do think that is an issue you know you're talking about a big show where the spoilers are out 2 days in advance so that's rough it's rough you know but
1: people are going to tune that in to- that was
0: rough for smackdown for a long time because
1: they would tape it on a tuesday they would come out on a killed friday them. absolutely you know? killed them because you all you have to do is take one glance at the rating or at the rating excuse me at the results and go eh all right nothing really big that i want to or,
0: or if the rate if it was really interesting you'd be like oh okay you know I do think they can ride it out, but they are going to do this thing with rampage where they tape it. Sometimes do it live taping. This is something. No, you got to do that. You got to do all of it at one place. You got 22,000 fans in one place. Get as much out of it as you can milk the berry. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Totally get it. uh, For me though, the match that sells this is Brian Danielson's first match in AEW. He is next to CM Punk, their biggest acquisition. Now he's right up there with Jericho in terms of like the top guys have gotten to jump from WWE and you're getting a dream match. You're you're getting a dream match. Yeah, Brian Danielson is WWE's bout machine. He has a big match, one on one. He has the best match on the show. That is that is irrefutable, undeniable, bankable. He has been bankable for WWE in that regard. We put him in matches. He has great matches. He builds the things. He has a great match. Everyone knows he has a great match. His gimmick is I'm the best wrestler. Like, like, and and it's a believable gimmick. Then you're talking about Kenny Omega, who is certainly doing a lot more character work to lean on different injuries he's having. Uh, and he has now the elite. And he's very, very outrageous. But he's still the bout machine. And Danielson cuts his promo on him saying, I thought I was coming to deal with you. Not this piece of shit.
1: <laughs> piece of Shit. Piece
0: of shit. Yeah. They really like That's saying one, shit a lot. That is one thing game. that I
1: love. That is one thing I love about AEW is they they'll cuss and they just don't care and they don't try to bleep it out either. I mean, it's cable. It doesn't really matter, but I mean, you had the audience for WWE swearing on SmackDown last week, and they bleeped it for like a solid ten seconds. I'm like, guys, that's network TV, though. That's different. I There's know. Different I get it. I come get on, it, man. You're,
0: you and I are on radio. We know what we can get away with. We know. Right. Oh, hey, at this hour of the day, we can do this. You know. I know sure. what. I know what morning radio bit I can do, and what late night radio bit I can do. <laughs> I like, get you know, it. I
1: understand do. it, but at the same time, man, it's not like WWE is going to get in trouble for what the crowd says um you know and we missed a, a eight seconds of a promo it's like just, just let it ride i like how <laughs> I like that aew can let it ride i don't care uh
0: i thought the promo was good i thought it was the highlight of the show and uh, I, I i thought it was nice to see danielson fire up here and get mad and say hey yeah. i came here for real competition and you're running around with this guy in a pink suit you're not who's ken
1: where's kenny omega right you're, you're you're kenny and omega I, standing right in front of me here and I loved how I said, look, this will be for the title one day. I don't give a damn about the title right now. And that's another thing I like about AEW is like, they're not giving Brian Danielson a shot in his first match. He's getting Kenny Omega. That's it. I loved him going up to Kenny and, you know, saying everything you said. And I loved Kenny. And you don't
0: have enough time though. You don't have enough time to have him beat somebody and get a title shot, but we can do a match. You know, we, we can, we can definitely do a,
1: match. We can do a match. And I loved Kenny's response to where he went from, you know, happy go lucky. I'm the best in the world, and this, that, and the other thing. And then he's like, "Oh, you little mother mf'er! You did not just call it. You want it? You got it!" Like he went, it's like all the all the jokes just faded away, and he went into that serious mode. And he was like, "All right, let's go, mf'er. Let's go next week. You, me, in New York. I don't think this is too early at all for this match. I'm excited for it. This was the match everybody wanted.
0: You think they I- do this match, and then we get a title match in the pay per view in November?"
1: possibly uh depends on what the finish is i think this does give uh an opening my my worry is
0: is they muck this up with the elite and they have too many people get involved
1: gang wars probably christian and jungle boy and yeah like the thing is like
0: danielson is is the quintessential one-on-one main event tear it down guy right and if the thing they
1: think is more compelling is to hey let's get everybody out there you know like like is like that if they don't have a clean finish in mind that works for both daniel and omega then they shouldn't do this match
0: my 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 worry is i don't know if they can because you still want to maybe protect omega dropping that belt and do it on pay-per-view which is fine that makes complete sense um but this is the biggest show you've ever done they've changed their title on television before you know this isn't a title match uh, but they've had, they've done big matches and big losses and they've had feuds end on TV because they have so much, you know, television. And they don't have the WWE model where they have a pay-per-view every month. No, we have a pay-per-view every quarter. Yeah. Um, I think they could do a relatively clean finish here.
1: I'm not saying that means Danielson
0: wins either, by the
1: way. You know what? Yeah, that's the other thing is like, it it would be, it's all too predictable for Brian to win this match, right? Because the title's not on the line. So it's like, oh, well, they're going to have Brian win, clearly. Maybe they don't. Maybe this is, you know, an ambush. Maybe this is a setup for something bigger. Maybe this is a setup for the return of Hangman Adam Page that everybody has seemingly forgot about. This is a guy who asked for some time off, needed some time off for personal reasons, and he took that time off, which is why Christian Cage got to match it all out instead of uh, Hangman Adam Page. Mm -hmm. I still think this is the ultimate conclusion. If they did an angle where it looked like Brian's about to win the match and then the entire elite swarmed the ring and they are just beating the hell out of Daniel Bryan and taking him down, and all of a sudden, Hangman's music hits. You get that big-ass fucking crowd in New York, 22,000, screaming. Hangman bounces off the ropes and hits the, the buckshot lariat and clears the entire ring, and you end the night with Bryan Danielson and Hangman Adam Page standing back-to-back fighting off the elite. That's, the, that's how I'd do it. I wouldn't do no gang wars here comes christian and here comes uh jungle boy and lucha sword we've seen that if you're gonna go and they did that at all out yeah if you're gonna do shenanigans if you're gonna do shenanigans, shenanigans if you're gonna do shenanigans, Shen- better,
0: shenanigans who said shenanigans i said shenanigans if you're gonna do shenanigans, one more of you boys back there says shenanigans so i swear to
1: god i'll pistol whip every last one of you hey farva <laughs> But if there's a to- place
0: we like to go to where we get where we get wings by the mall. Oh, you mean shenanigans with
1: all the goofy shit on the walls? Uh, the you go- mean shenanigans? Oh. Anyway, uh, yeah, Super Troopers, baby, showing our age again. <laughs> um, if they're gonna do shenanigans, it better be to set up. Hang- <laughs> it better be to set up Hangman Adam Page's return. I think that would be the only acceptable thing to do. Um, And then you can revisit, you know, Danielson and Omega down the line. Because if Danielson gets his butt whooped by the elite. He he can turn into Frankie Kazarian at that point, and that just ties him up for the next few months. As he, okay, you have effed up my match with with Kenny Omega. Well, now I'm gonna go kick Adam Cole's ass. Now I'm gonna go kick you know the Young Bucks' ass. Now I'm gonna kick yeah. the the Good Brothers' ass or whoever it is, and you just work his way through there, and then you can have Hangman beat Kenny Omega. I think for the uh, for the AEW title.
0: Yeah, I, I agree, but it just seems messy. It still seems messy. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, I my it. thing is, you get Danielson give people what they're what they're what they're paying for, uh, and what they're paying for is Omega versus Danielson. If you give them half of that, it could put a bad taste in people's mouths. I That's mean, it, it
1: was the same thing with Pocket and Andrade, right? Like they had sure. a
0: hell of a match until, and then the- they mucked it up at the end
1: with with a with a, yeah. with a bunch of different here. people around the ring. I'm sitting here and I'm like, really? Yeah, you, you you had you had Pocket knocked out by an iPad. Do you know how many times I get hit in the head with, with, with stuff that weighs more from an iPad from my kids that doesn't knock me out? Was, was,
0: it, hey, but was it a loaded iPad? <laughs> I mean, that would be the real there thing. It have
1: been a gold-plated iPad, and it wouldn't knock me unconscious. Well, I guess that's that old Memphis,
0: thing. Texas wrestling stuff. I'm going to hit you with something, but what you don't know is there was a brick inside of it, right? That's how you work it. Oh boy. Uh we have a great interview to get to here um before we wrap up. And it is an absolute pleasure to speak with this person. An absolute pleasure. Let's get right into our interview with Gail Kim about the upcoming knockouts knockdown coming to Impact Plus. Play, 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 play,
1: play. play. Oh, hang on hold on okay hang on hang
0: on all right so uh, while while he does that i want to remind you guys on the podcast side of things if you haven't done it if you're listening to the podcast you've been listening for an hour give us a five-star review it really really helps us on the podcast machines i want to thank everyone on the podcast side of things because we have gotten on the charts in australia in the united states in philippines in ireland and great britain all right, so that is really, really cool. Uh, you're putting us on the wrestling Apple charts in those countries. If you're listening to us on other apps like Spotify and stuff like that, just share the link with your wrestling friends. If you like something that we say, if you thought it was really cool that we referenced Super Troopers, send our podcast to your friend that likes <laughs> Super Troopers.
1: Uh, share the link or you
0: what? stink. <laughs> and yeah, I, I so think I got this now. Hang on. All right. Count so knockdown. We go. Another big pr- presentation here from Impact Wrestling and the woman behind it all, the queen of mean in the Impact Wrestling ring, Gail Kim is with us. Gail, this is coming up. This is a big event. You guys have done these before, but I think there's a, maybe maybe a little bit more intense anticipation for the upcoming Knockouts Knockdown coming to Impact Plus.
2: Yeah, you know, I think it's because also we haven't done it for so long. And I feel like the last time we did it, was I was not a participant in it. So I probably retired from that point and I was actually a participant. Participant. So it's very different to go from being in it to helping plan it and um, put in the effort and the heart to bring all these great, talented women together. But I think I, I just love it. I love, um, I've always loved going from being in the ring to behind the scenes and, you know, being able to contribute to something I love and impact wrestling has always been a great place for women's wrestling. And now they've, uh, you know, I, I'm not the one you should give full credit to, you know, it really is a team effort of all these people. And, um, they've really kind of like gave, gave the reins to myself and Christy Hemi to put in a lot of input. From women because it's just you know sometimes it just hits different
1: yeah absolutely and uh, you are uh, when you made the announcement you you brought in Christy Hemi on the on the Facebook announcement what's it good uh, what's it been like getting to work with her again on something like this to collaborate to kind of pick her brain and uh to you know yeah bring, that, bring this all together
2: <laughs> I love yeah I just love it and I think you know cause a lot of people don't see much of Christy Hemi but she's my best friend I see her all the time on Facebook we're always constantly thinking of things of you know for women's wrestling because that truly is our passion and you know we discovered from working together from years ago 10 15 plus years ago that we actually have different strengths in this business and we when we come together it's kind of this yin and yang she's so creative loves all the storytelling parts of it i love the wrestling part of it and then when we come together it just creates this, you know beautiful beautiful thing. And um, of course, having all these talented women that, you know, they're pretty much taking that ball and running with it and performing. And um, I just have the most utmost confidence in them. Everyone's super excited, because believe it or not, most of the girls didn't even know what's happening. So I announced it. So now they're on another level of excitement.
0: A lot, a lot of people <laughs> so hit me up in the locker room. suddenly. Did. a lot of people talking to you now. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. A lot of people did but you know mostly they were all hitting me up because they loved the daphne that we're doing this for daphne who was a former knockout who was the first girl to ever participate in a monster's ball and you know obviously um this tragedy and you know to our wrestling community and everyone cares so much so for us to be able to do this I've got non-stop messages from the girls, you know, just wanting to do everything for Daphne. And I'm literally my heart is bursting <laughs> at, at all of it. It sounds so cheesy, but it's true and accurate to the hundredth degree.
1: Yeah. When I uh she she was one of the ones that really kind of first brought me into wrestling. Like I started watching uh in, in the late 90s and yeah, went man. This is this is something that I know hit everybody you know in, incredibly hard um you know it, it's it's obviously still difficult to talk about but it hit fans and and wrestlers and every you saw the, yeah you saw the outpouring and and for this for for you guys to be able to honor her and, and put this match on i know means uh a lot to to everybody in the business but you know, to the fan base as well and uh this is this is going to be a, a really special moment i think i
2: think so too and i really hope so and you know just talking to a lot of the people who have been closer with her in the last couple of years, I literally was just texting with a bunch of them. And um, they, someone just commented to me, I'm saving that as a surprise, <laughs> one of the talent that will be there. And they said, you know, I just hope Daphne will be watching. And I know she will be um, that day because I think she's going to be so happy that we did this for her. And, you know, we just want to celebrate Daphne most of all. And, I'm all fire, and i think she would love to see that
0: idea. Hmm. Uh, That's okay. That's all right. Of course, this is all going down yeah. this weekend. You guys are going to be <laughs> taping some big events at the Skyway Studios in Nashville. People can get their tickets and all the information through yeah. impactwrestling.com. Uh, These will be taped uh, this Friday, Saturday, and all through the whole weekend. So you so you'll get a whole lot of this, and then of course this will all be presented in in a, in a few weeks on Impact Plus as well. So look forward to this. There's going to be some great things filming this. You're already teasing yeah. some surprises you can't even tell us about. Uh you, you
1: guys or, or is there somebody or is there somebody you do wanna throw out there? You know, oh, you wanna you wanna oh. dangle the carrot, maybe break some news here on the inside cradle. Is there anybody you wanna to toss oh, out? I I'm I'm not prepared for this. I was actually <laughs> talking about dropping a
2: little nugget of news, but I think we want to do tomorrow.
0: <laughs> okay, all <laughs> well, right.
2: You know, all hey, right. Hey, Stay wait. tuned. Stay wait. tuned to my social media. In fact, wrestling social media. And just like we said, I, get a ticket no matter what from September seventeenth from to the 19th, Skyway Studios. Then you won't miss anything, right? And you'll be surprised. You'll see the surprises. You'll see all the things that we anticipated. It's going to be great.
0: Uh, i do want to talk to you about this mercedes martinez has been confirmed to be a participant in this and obviously the nice thing about it is we know she's going to beat it but we don't know what she's going to be doing and and you have a lot of special elements kind of coming together i know obviously there's some elements there that just aren't locked in so you can't announce it just yet but mercedes martinez you're talking about somebody one of the highest ranking one of the most respected veterans one of the most world traveled wrestlers has been in almost every major televised promotion in the world and you guys are getting here for this special okay. event. When when you got that name, were you like, yeah. this is the real deal now? We really got something special because we have a new name coming in with the already stacked roster we have in the knockouts.
2: Yeah, I mean, I already love our knockouts roster, but there's so many great women wrestling out there and wrestlers. And, of course, Mercedes is a very respected veteran of this business. I mean think she's been longer she's been wrestling longer than me and i'm already retired right? so <laughs> i think that everyone i'm so interested to see her face any one of our knockouts to be honest and um oh well since you're asking what she's doing i will drop a little nugget of advice hey. and i will announce what she's doing there because um, we didn't announce besides the monster's ball we are going to have a number one contenders um, tournament for single matches Uh, for the number one contender to face the champion after bound for glory and uh whoever wins that tournament she will be a participant in that single tournament
1: all right there we go really yeah Yeah. (laughs) i'll
2: I'll take it
1: i'll take it we really appreciate (laughs) you you dropping that uh, that little nugget in there so we're looking forward to mercedes martinez and obviously all the uh other big surprises that you got pulled i know you said you had so many surprises and Mm -hmm. i know you can't You can't wait. So uh, I'm uh, I'm really, really, really looking forward. Uh, Let me turn you down just a little bit there so we don't get the airport announcement, but. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know l- let's talk about the event as a whole because this was such a-, a wonderful surprise when uh when you announced this and of course this is on the heels of of nwa empower and all the great work that uh yeah. that mickey james did with that it was so great seeing you there and i want to yeah. talk about your role on that in just a little bit but you know this is the first uh knockouts knockdown since 2017 how did this all uh come about how long has this uh, been in the works and you know did the work with the uh, NWA empower and, and all the great stuff that Mickey James did did that kind of get the ball rolling on this a little bit
2: I, we did talk about it months ago uh we honestly just didn't have a date set but once Mickey announced that of course we're going to give our support and everything we got towards that um because you know that por- corporate indoor has been open yes. <laughs> for a while now it just hasn't really been open for the women and you know, when Mickey called me, um, you know, and she already had the green light with the actual date and event, you know, the location and everything, we're like, Yeah, let's go, guns of fire. And I thought it was a huge success. I think this whole year has been amazing for women's wrestling. In my announcement, I said it's the year of women's wrestling and I truly believe that. Um, so I was just excited that Scott Hen mentioned couple of months ago that he wanted to bring it back. And I said, great, finally, it's been since 2017. So, I mean, it, it was kind of a coincidence that it kind of that the timing, we just waited, uh, which is fine, absolutely fine, because, I mean, they're two very different events, I think, but just, just as special in their own regard. Because um, we have done it in the past, but we're kind of changing up the format, changing up the style. It will be an impact plus special. Um, you know but i i love being part of empower and of course you've seen mickey james popping in and out of impact so maybe you might see her again again ah, uh not a
1: tease there love it
2: <laughs> oh maybe maybe
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know
2: her and diana diana did show up at nwa power yes so you know mickey would, would probably want to have the last day on that one Um, knowing her. (laughs) So I just think overall it's just been a great year for women's wrestling. And I don't, I don't even look at it as, you know, one thing competing with another. It's just great for the wrestling industry. Um, just like we always talk about how the fans kind of go. I always see this argument online on social media about, oh, you can only like one company, you know, but, uh, then there's the fans, the fans that always say, why can't you just love all wrestling? And that's the way I look at it.
1: Absolutely. And, and and NWA Empower was such a, a great collaboration between, you know, multiple brands. Uh, Impact was involved. AEW was involved. Obviously, NWA was involved. And it was such a, a great showcase of past, present and future, uh, including a great moment between yourself uh, and, and Awesome Kong with the history that you two have. Uh, Kong coming down there and saying, look, she she's done. This was her last moment in the ring. She wanted to be in the ring with you. Uh, just kind of looking back on that moment, you know, what what did that really mean to you?
2: Oh my gosh. I mean, let's just put it this way. I never cry. <laughs> and I, it's a running joke between my husband and I, because I, he said, you didn't even cry at our wedding. I mean, the only thing that makes you cry is wrestling, which even in wrestling is very rare for me to cry. <laughs> and, um, you know, what you saw was very genuine because I truly have the most respect and utmost love for that woman. Um, for what we shared together, for that time when women's wrestling, like I'm feeling emotional right now <laughs> she has about it. And, and I know she feels the same way. And um, for us to be able to have that moment together was kind of unexpected, I will tell you. Uh, so that's a little uh, spoiler <laughs> in the sense of, I didn't know she was gonna say that was her last time in the ring. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, um, so I was truly honored and flattered that she wanted that moment to be there and that and with me uh and i just love her i really do and i love everything she's contributed to women's wrestling and uh i think she'll never be ever replicated again there will never be another call
1: <laughs> that is uh that is for certain you know I, and uh i talked about how nwa was such a what's such a great moment for uh, you know past present and future I wanted to ask you about the future because there were so many talented women there was there anybody who really kind of stood out to you that that you were just like impre- oh, wow. impressed by their performance on that show
2: I think everyone brought their a-game that night and I'm not just saying that it was almost like the pressure was on for women's wrestling, and everyone delivered um, but if I had to pick uh, I will say because you know there's there's a lot of women that I I don't get to work too closely with on the regular, so I only get to see clips of them online or see them occasionally at shows. And I have to say, Layla and um, Camille uh, impressed the hell out of me. They were incredible. And uh, Diana and Melina brought brought it that night yes, too. They the, did. the intensity. I was like, yes, Melina. I mean, I was literally in the truck pumping my fist. Like this is the most the intense Molina I love and know and uh I just absolutely love both those matches a lot. Um, you know, and now that's to see let's see what Deanna's gonna bring at knockouts knockdown, you know, we keep on throwing all these opponents at her. So I'm I'm I think we got a little surprise for her. We're gonna see. We're gonna see if she gets pushed to the limit this week.
1: That was again just uh, uh, such a great event uh, for for me personally. It was surreal, you know, actually seeing somebody on TV that I had locked up with before because I have trained with Jazzy Yang uh before in the past oh nice. yeah it was so it was such a surreal moment and i was doing the you're talking about fist pumping when melina's out in the ring <laughs> when jazzy yang bit yes. that ankle i was jumping up and down like damn right get it girl let's go
2: uh, it, oh it was i love so,
1: that it was such a, a great event there was so much good stuff and uh uh kev you know we're, we're looking forward to to this one as well as so obviously i guarantee there's going to be some great moments made uh at uh knockouts knockdown of course, oh, that's yeah. uh, I do. I,
0: the I, I don't mean to cut you off. We do have victory road this weekend as well. On Plus. Uh, and I, I, do, yeah. I do, I do. I victory did want to get, road. obviously. You, you, you,
2: you, maybe you're on your way there now, uh,
0: but I need, I need to know if you're on victory road, there's a big title match here. This is, this is, this is no easy day at the office. Uh, obviously you have an AEW performer holding the Impact World title in Christian Cage, but he has a big, a big uh, yeah. deep spiritual connection to Impact as a brand, taking on Ace Austin, who many people think is the the next big thing in Impact Wrestling. Who do you got one in here? Ace Austin, Christian Cage coming up here at, at Victory Road.
2: Oh, boy, that's a tough one. I mean, I mean I'm mean, too Christian. You know, i worked with Christian. I was very good friends with Christian for so long. And to me, I know he's at AEW right now, but I truly feel like he's just got that or flinging. Heart, I don't know what to say about that. Um, and I will say, despite ace being phenomenal and young and athletic as hell, you know, Christian is just a master at what he does. I'm hoping for the underdog, which I would think is ace right now, um, Oh, I'm going to give a slight edge description on this one, but uh, it's hard to choose. It's very hard to choose. You just never know uh, when someone wants it really bad.
0: I can tell you, Mister Inevitable, really, really wants this pretty, pretty bad, and he, he's a very poised man at the moment. Uh, and, and I, I think he's definitely yes, one, yes. Of, one. He's definitely one of the the strongest performers in all of Impact Wrestling right now. So for him to get this opportunity, oh, I
2: think he's so he's so innovative. He's so impressive. I mean, he's definitely on his way to the top. So if that happens for him, I will be celebrating right alongside him.
0: Lot to cover here. Lot to cover. It's going to be a very, very busy weekend at the Skyway Studios this week, right?
2: Oh, yeah. I'm super excited. I'm just, I, you know, for me, obviously, I'm always leaning towards the women's wrestling thing. So I'm first focused on that, first focus on the Knockouts Knockdown because it's the first, Uh, show that's going to kick off the whole weekend so uh, that's where my focus is right now I think that's where the girls focus is right now as well and then you know once you start it off right you just continue to go on that path so we're ready
0: I have a question about this forbidden door you said that's been open for quite some time and we, we, we brought it Christian Cage from AEW, yeah. and, and, and he's there. Uh, we have not mm-hmm. seen uh, too many uh, women from AEW make their way into Skyway Studios, make their way into Impact Wrestling, or a little bit vice versa. When is yeah. When are we going to see that? When are, when are we going to see uh, Miss Diana Perrazzo have this dream match with Britt Baker that everyone's been yes. clamoring for? When are we going like yeah, to I... yeah. get a scenario like that? Not that exact match, yeah. but when are we going to get a scenario like that?
2: I know that they want it, and I've been asked this question several times before because a lot of people want to see that forbidden door open for the women, and I I wanted to, the fans wanted to, I get it. Um, I don't know, like I said, where the bosses are thinking in that regard. Um, and I, I made this point in the last time that someone asked me this question. For example, Deonna, of course, would love to wrestle Britt. But at the same time, I said, you know, Deanna said she's beaten everyone in the knockout division. I said, no, you actually haven't. You've beaten everyone you face, but there's so many other knockouts that I want to see her face before I see her kind of go through that forbidden door. Um, It it would be fun. And I think a nice little fresh, you know, different thing that fans haven't seen before. And it'd be definitely interesting. Uh, but I kind of, you know, of course, want to see some of these girls in the knockouts get their chance to go for that knockout title as well. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm open to it. I think everybody wants it. But our knockouts, roster room, and even the AEW women's division, I mean, their lo- rosters are pretty deep. And uh, there's so many matchups within their own roster that I haven't even seen that I want to see first. Um, But I get it. I get that people want, you know, a curiosity of, you know, facing one huge star against another huge star and who would win out of that. Yeah, I I get that. Um, But we'll see. Maybe it'll be the next step after the men have done it.
0: All right. Interesting stuff. Knockouts, knockdown coming to Impact Plus in October. And of course, this weekend, Victory Road on the 18th. You can find out more all at impactwrestling.com. Uh, Gail Kim, thank you so much for the time. And obviously, we got to keep an eye on your social media because you're going to be announcing some more things coming up here soon.
2: Yeah, yeah. Keep an eye out tomorrow on Impact Wrestling social media, and I will announce it as well.
1: Uh, Gail, this is an absolute pleasure. Always great to talk to you. Uh, Take care, and uh, fantastic luck this weekend, too.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much, guys.
1: By the way, quick shout-out to the uh, the airport that she was at for uh, keeping the uh, announcements few and far between. (laughs) <laughs> yeah we didn't get stung too bad by those i liked it it was a little good ambiance yeah <laughs> no, I'm, I'm great signal too. So that worked out really well as well
0: uh a fantastic a reason to check out impact plus i think impact is bound for some big big things i think when they can get back out on the road i think they can really move the needle and do some special stuff i'm um, looking but, forward to the show yeah but, uh, but I, I think they've adapted really that- well They've yeah. adapted really well to not have, I mean, having limited fans now and Skyway and like doing the studio wrestling thing, they've, they've really settled into a good lane with that. Right.
1: The show is going to be taped this weekend, but it's going to be airing on October the 9th. Correct? Yes.
0: Yes. And we'll, and uh, she did, we did, we did, we did. Pry and prod and and get the reveal that there will be a tournament and a number yes. one contender will be created from this. So there will be advancements towards creating a new challenger for Diana Perazzo and her impact championship. And she will be defending the title on the show. Uh so a lot to look forward to, especially if you're a fan of women's wrestling with uh knockouts knockdown coming in October. So look forward to that. Uh lot to look forward to as well on the channel every Monday night. Vince Russo bro. Are reviewing money raw every Bro. friday nights uh we have dutch mantel dirty dutch mantel avoiding hurricanes and fires inside of his house uh <laughs> to get on air with us and cover rampage and smackdown uh, with you guys we do that live and you can check those out on demand as well on our youtube channel on our facebook watch and of course in our podcast feed as well every yeah. wednesday night we cover nxt and AEW with the debrief with jose and el rico el glorioso uh, so a lot to cover and top story five days a week five days a week monday through friday we do the top story which is just the big stories of the day. but inside cradle is all of those things mashed together we're a casserole we're an audio casserole
1: uh, you, you, you could say, say we we you could say we are the audio chicago deep dish pizza which means we're absolutely wonderful <laughs> I mean, you're just calling us a casserole, so let's call spade a spade. Hey,
0: hey, there you are, making (laughs) taking your cheap shot. Now, here's the illusion. I don't mind. We're an hour and a half in. Everyone thinks that everyone in Chicago eats deep dish pizza all the time. No, it's a special occasion. You don't eat steak every day. Maybe you eat a little bit of steak, right? But like going out and getting a deep dish pizza is something you do on occasion. That is not that's special. You do that maybe. At most a do- maybe half a dozen times a year, uh, and uh, but also the big thing about Chicago pizza is our thin crust. I think is superior to New York City, where they where they talk about it all the time. So I don't yeah, like a new, I don't like a pizza that I have to fold. You know what I mean? It's already made. Why are you folding it? There's why am I doing half the work for you? Why does I, why do I need like yeah? So-
1: why does somebody or you, somebody should just cut it up, put it in your mouth, and chew for you? <laughs>
0: You ass, <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you you apologist, you really call me that. I saw that. I, I want to say this. I saw the the crap you pulled last week when I wasn't here. I was I was fighting sickness. I was I was I was I was I was, I was uh, valiantly fighting a sickness, and you. and 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 that and that oh that benedict sydney that benedict arnold (laughs) uh sp3 uh uh, mr polar uh had to call me a ww apologist and just rip on me hey
1: i will never ever and this is a promise i will never ever call you anything behind your back that i won't call you to your face true I'll say
0: that. Yeah, you'll say it from the distance of Ohio, though. <laughs> there's a couple states between us. <laughs>
1: <sighs> oh. Yeah, by the way, you're talking about you only eat deep dish pizza once every like six months or whatever. Yeah. I can't relate because we pretty much eat Skyline and Chili like like every <laughs> Like we have like, uh, a tap. like we three have a tap times a week. House. Three there's times never, a week. We have cans in the house. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: There's a pipe. There's a pipe from Skyline chili oh, to your dude,
1: house. Oh, my. If I could sanitarily put it on tap, I would.
0: Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mom, Mom, the, uh, the the Skyline Chili Taps out.
1: Hey, gang, gang, man, dear, can you grab me a cup of chili? Get out of right the here. shower.
0: Get out of the sh- If you're in the shower having a hot shower, then we're getting cold chili. Come on now. We can't have that. There we go. We've gone. We've gone in a very weird non wrestling uh, territory here. At the end of the show, uh, you can follow Rick on the Twitter machine at Rick Uccino. Check him out on WLW Radio as well. Uh, um, they can stream that as well. That's a, that's on the. You guys get that on uh, a
1: couple. Of the, the, old, the old the old iHeart Radio app. Yeah, we're on. Yeah, that.
0: you can you, know, you can hear me on the radio as well on the X10490X in Rockford, uh, doing 90s proof at noon every weekday at noon central time um, on their middays. And you can catch me out mornings on 97.7QLZ in Springfield, both those available on the TuneIn app. All the links up on my Twitter as well at Kev Kellum. Uh, I will uh, hopefully test, test negative soon for COVID 19 and be able to leave my house that's why i wasn't here last week i'm doing fine i I, i'm fine there are a couple people that know about this not everyone does Uh, but i'm doing fine i'll I'll say this get a vaccine dude if if you get sick and uh you you uh you get covid and you you you're vaccinated uh you will have a very very calm experience uh and i was no time scared at all i had no fear i had no fear for my it was kind of draining uh but it was i would say go go get your vaccine you'll deal with it just fine
1: i read an article this week from like like an actual like medical website Mm -hmm. uh that said if you had it right like yoga guru 69 on instagram uh, yeah no like actual doctors with degrees like looked into this um if you had it before and then you got vaccinated afterwards you have super antibodies, oh. which makes me a borderline superhero right now. I feel undam stoppable because I had it back in October and then I got the double shot in April. So now I'm feeling good. And you know what? If the FDA says, give me a third, you need a third booster. Let's go literally put it in my veins baby come
0: on i don't and, care. and if you're just not gonna get the vaccine get the test all the time man and the, the good thing about this is i was getting tested all the time going to events and doing the right thing by other people yeah. i was going to be at those events with have some consideration of other people especially if you're a supporter of the wrestling industry and you want to see live entertainment and things like that get back getting a test all the time and going somewhere with the, your 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 negative test is helpful as well so part of the process. All right, thank you guys so much for supporting the show. We'll see you next week. Uh we have tons of content you can consume between then and now. Uh Rick, any parting words? Any any uh, any other shots you want to take at me and and my town's uh, delicacies before we uh, sign off?
1: No, I think I've, I've I've taken my shots. I've uh swung my punches. I landed what I needed to land today.
0: Good for you. Don't you feel so good?
1: You oh, you sh- got your little trash talk it, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel good. I'm, I'm going to go get some celebratory chili.
0: <laughs> All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to go eat my weight and pizza. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. This has been the inside cradle for this week. Don't forget to share the link or you stink. And remember when watching wrestling, do the most important thing that you can do to support the channel. And that is share the link or you stink. But also do this. Enjoy chili. In, enjoy chili. <laughs> Enjoy wrestling. We'll see you.